Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah, we were reading this book uh, on the hidden blessings, 40 wisdoms behind calamities, difficulties, trials, and tribulations before Ramadan. And Alhamdulillah, we completed eight. So, inshallah, we'll start, continue from this. We are on wisdom number nine the removal of worries. Hakimul Ummah. Rahimahullah said, one should completely lose hope in the desire to remove worries from one's life because it is for this very reason that we have been created. These worries will only come to an end once we reach paradise. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, لَقَدْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ فِي كَبَدٍ Verily, we have created mankind in turmoil. This is a very important point that he is making here. And this speaks about, there's an explanation of majority of the, many of the verses of the Quran. Right? And Allah says, the one that, indeed, we have created mankind in turmoil. And so when human beings got thrown towards the earth, we got thrown into turmoil. We got thrown into trials and tribulations and ibtila, right? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in other places as well, like tabaraka alladhi biyadihi al-mulka wa ala kulli shayin qadeer alladhi khalaqa al-mawta wal-hayata liyabluwakum ayyukum ahsanu amala. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created death and life so that he can test us so that he can make us go through trials and tribulations and still see whether we will be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or not. That is the main thing, right? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us and he sent us in this world. And through all the difficulties of life, are we going to still say Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is my Lord or not? Right? So having this idea, right, as a Muslim, we should understand this very thoroughly that there is no way possible to eliminate all worries in this world. If somebody wants that to happen, they're going to get into depression. A lot of people are in depression nowadays, right? Unfortunately, a lot of people in America and the whole world. Why? Because we have made our final goal and destination and the place to have you know, all the good and whatever, you know, good times they can have this world. And that's not possible. Because this world is a world filled with trials and tribulations. The Prophet <coughs> said, a beautiful hadith, said, if one passes, another one comes. And one passes, another one comes. And all the way till the person dies, that's what's going to happen. So we should take this concept out of our mind that in this dunya I am going to live a life of Jannah. That's not possible. Right? The only way possible to live a life of Jannah is in Jannah. Right? See the people, right? The Prophet ﷺ said, right, uh, the one who were tested the most were Amsal Fal Amsal. Right? The ones who were tested the most were Anbiya and then the one, the people who followed them, they will be tested. There will be trials for them and tribulations for them. 
right? Why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and subhanAllah, this is a ni'mah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why, why is it a ni'mah? Why is it a ni'mah for us to go through trials and tribulations? It is a ni'mah because as human beings, we make a lot of mistakes. We make tremendous amounts of mistakes every day, right? Every week, every month, and every year. And our entire life is filled with mistakes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not want a believer to be held accountable for any of his misdoings in this world. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants him to give jaza of everything that he has done, which is not in accordance with Allah's command. Allah wants to give him the jaza of that in this world. So what happens, all the trials and tribulations and difficulties and, and sicknesses and all of that cleanses him, purifies him. Right? It is like when you take out gold or silver from the mine, it is polluted. Right? It is in the form of ore, it's polluted. Right? What do you have to do? To put it in the furnace. And you have to burn it and melt it. Right? That is when everything else will get segregated from it. And the pure gold and the pure silver will come out. The Prophet ﷺ said in a very beautiful hadith, right? So Islam is very universal. It is very holistic. Right? It gives a, you look at every hadith, it'll give you a full picture if you look at it. The Prophet ﷺ said, talking about this, said every believer is like a is like a mine. Every believer is like a what? Like a mine. Right? Some believers are like gold mines. Some believers are like silver mines, some believers are like diamond mines, and so on and so forth. Meaning every single Muslim believer has special qualities. Some people's qualities are like gold. Gold has its own qualities, right? As a, uh, uh, as a metal. Silver has its special qualities. Diamonds has its own qualities. Everything on the periodic table that Allah created has its qualities. So every insan, every human being, every Muslim has a certain set of characteristics and qualities that they come along with. And when they are purified and rectified and refined, then those become a means of what? Of their hidayah, their success, and the hidayah of others as well. And I'll just give one example from the lives of Sahaba The Prophet was making dua in Makkatul Mukarramah to assist Islam from, from two people, one of the two, from the two Umars, right? One was who? Abu Jahl, and one was who? Umar ibn al-Khattab, They were both leaders. They both had amazing qualities as human beings, right? That is the reason the Prophet was making dua for them. Think about it that way. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted his dua in favor of Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu anhu, right? And what happened? Before Islam, Umar radiallahu anhu had the same jazba, he had the same josh, he had the same, you know, uh, what do you call, rush of adrenaline for, for you know, things, right? He had the same uh, power in whatever he did. He had the same level of 
steadfastness and whatever he decided, right? But it was not for haq, it was for batil, right? So much so that he wanted to na'udhu billah, you know, kill the Prophet sallallahu You see, the same set of qualities, there were qualities inside of him, but what needed to happen to them? They needed to be refined and rectified through Islam, through the furnace, through the ibtila that came upon them as the Sahaba. Then what happened? Then he became Umar ibn al-Khattab, who the Prophet said about what? If there was a Nabi, then it would be Umar after me. He became who? The Prophet said, if Umar walks on this path, Shaitan takes a different path. Right? Then he became who? The Prophet gave the glad tidings that you know the Prophet saw him in the dream and he gave him his ilm to Umar. He gave him, you know, he drank milk from a cup. Right? And the Prophet after drinking, which, which uh, uh, when you see drinking milk in a dream, it means ilm. Allah will give you ilm and knowledge of, of, of wahi, of revelation. And the Prophet gave it to Umar. Right? And then there are so many other, uh, you know, there is literally a, a, a poem which is written by a famous scholar, which is called Muwafaqatu Umar. There are so many instances when Allah used Umar to give mashwara to the Prophet ﷺ what Allah was going to reveal in the Qur'an at the time of Badr, right? At the time of, uh, you know, there are so many other occasions, right? At the time about the Khamar, right? The Hurmatul Khamar, about, the, uh, about hijab, and many other cases. Why? You see how Umar became such a refined receptacle of nur that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's wahi is now coinciding with that, subhanAllah, right? So now how did that happen? You need to go through that rectification process. So every human being is a mind. And, when you, and, and what, what needs to happen? We need to go through this process. That is the only way. So whatever we go through difficulties, we should not ask for difficulties. But when difficulties come upon us, we should be patient. Allah says. And give glad tidings to who? To the patient ones. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq and ability to understand and appreciate what we have. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq and ability to be forbearance when we are tested with ibtila and difficulties. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us from all difficulties and trials and tribulations of this life and the hereafter, inshaAllah ta'ala. Wa akhir da'wana, alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen. Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, subhanakullah, wa bihamdik. Nashadu an la ilaha ilaha tanasakhfirka, natubu ilayk. Subhanallah, rabbik, rabbil azzat, yamma asifun. Wassalamu alayhi wa sallam, alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen. Jazakallah, khairan.